everybody. So we had a great time talking with Michelle. She's super fun. We do have a little bit of profanity in this episode, just a couple of words, but uh, just a heads up. If you're listening to kids or whatever, uh, then you might want to know, but I think you'll really enjoy the interview. So thanks so much. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we're really excited today. We're talking with Michelle Argus, who's the lead actress in Lifetime's upcoming record-breaking Christmas. And Michelle, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for having me. As I was saying, I love your hat. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. Like cute little elf hat. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Yeah. So, so I, what we'd like to do with our new guests is we like to get to know you a little bit. So tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what inspired you to get into acting. Ooh, a bit about yeah. myself. Oh gosh, that's such a, like a big broad question. Um, <laughs> well, I like long walks on the beach and uh, <laughs> coconut ice cream. No, I, um, yeah, I uh, started studying when I was younger. Uh, my first film was a, a horror movie actually uh, called oh. Double Seed. I jumped right into the good, good old thrillers. Um, and so I kind of started studying after that film, um, the opportunity came up to do it. Mm -hmm. I kind of dove in and then started studying afterward because I I loved being on set and I was like, this shit is the best. Mm -hmm. So how do I get paid and do this more? So, so how like, old were you? When, how old were you when you did that horror movie? <laughs> I think I I'm gonna go with I was 18. So I started okay. a bit later. Yeah. Um, and I was like, <laughs> I want to do this every day. I'm like, but I want to be good at it. So I'm going to go study. And so I started studying at different schools, um, and spent a lot of time kind of like, you know, just honing the craft and worked my butt so off. Did yeah. you act in like high school? How did you get from, from, from where you were at to having this role in this movie? Got it. Um, so I, my very first theater role was in high school Yeah, and it yeah. was for Greece and I played nice. Barbie nice. and, uh, I, I will never forget this because Marty sings a solo. I'm not a singer. So that was terrifying for me. And I, uh, forgot my words and uh -huh. the song in the middle of the solo so she's like ready my love and then Rizzo and all the others were in the front they were going the backup singers like ah ah, ah. Yeah. and I'm like Freddie <laughs> I was like pretending to comb my hair and I'm like holy shit one count of eight just went by oh god two counts of eight I'm like is everyone still looking at me everyone knows I'm not singing and I was trying to hide it um and then Rizzo turns around and she's like to me and I'm like Coming my hair. So basically, she kept singing the song for me. So, Erica, thank you. If you're out there and you're listening, thank you for getting <laughs> back in because that was a traumatizing experience for me. Um, but funny enough, nobody noticed. I don't know how that's possible. Um, I don't know how they didn't see that, but somehow well, that's part of the fun of lo lo local theater, live theaters is that rawness, you know, that, that it's not perfect. I think that makes yeah. it more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So there's my, my very first experience of getting in front of people. Um, <laughs> and did you just see like an ad for, we, we, we want people for this horror movie or. Oh, I worked on a commercial, um, yeah. and, uh, I met a, the, the producer and his wife, 
uh, we're creating a horror movie. They're like, oh, we want you to audition for this. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, let me know when it happens. And I thought they were just kind of saying that. And then sure enough, a month later, the, the producer reached out and he was like, hey, so the auditions are happening. Can you audition for Alex, which was the main character? And I was like, yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Um, and then, so yeah, I ended up booking that role, um, dove into some horror stuff first, um, got that initial experience of what it's even like being on set, how to memorize lines, how to do it on somebody else's cue with zero experience. So I was not seasoned before doing that film. Yeah. Now everyone's going to go watch it. Don't go watch it. No, actually go watch it. It's fine. We'll start somewhere, right? Um, it's actually a really cute film. It was done well. Uh -huh. Uh, but, um, so then from there, I got myself, uh, you know, an agent and I, um, did, uh, what was it called? Um, uh, Blue Mountain State was my very first bigger production. And then, you know, just started to really love diving into different types of characters. I started off with a lot of like more thriller type characters, villain roles. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I landed my very first Christmas movie, which was homemade Christmas a couple of years ago for Lifetime as mm -hmm. well. And then uh, followed up with Welcome to the Family Christmas Reunion last year. And then we have record-breaking Christmas this year, which is exciting. So, yeah, I bet that that gives you a lot of kind of sympathy for when you see new actors that are in stuff because you know you've been there. 100%. And it, it's an ongoing journey, too. Just because I have more experience now doesn't mean I don't still get nervous at times. I'm a human, you know, maybe yeah. I had a bad day and then I'm ready to do my scene. And then maybe I, there, you know, lunchtime break happens. Then you have to go to your trailer, wait, you know, an hour and a half for lunch, then re get into hair and makeup and then get back and ready to go on someone else's cue. You know, like you aren't always feeling your greatest. You could be sick that day. You could have a cold, you know? And so we still have to perform no matter what on someone else's cue. And we do some really, really long hours as well. So it's not always easy. <laughs> it can be very yeah. difficult on set in that sense, but it's so fun. And when you get to see a character, you know, be brought to life, it's, mm -hmm. there's nothing better than, than that. Yeah. Did you grow up in Vancouver? I grew up in Toronto. Oh, in Toronto. Okay. Yeah, the other yeah, hub. LA now. Yeah, the other hub. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. What does your family think of you being in movies and things? I think I think they think it's really cool yeah. uh, and exciting. But I, I think that, you know, it's they hesitated when I said I wanted to do that because yeah. it's not the most uh what would be the word? Stable. Well, it's not the most stable. Yeah, <laughs> really not. So, <laughs> you know, you could have an amazing year and then a quiet year and it can kind of jump around. Um, so, you know, I was like, mom, I don't care. I love this. I'm going for it. I'm going to try it. And if I fail, that's okay. Like, I'd rather know that I tried and failed, whatever failure means. Right. Yeah not made it or whatever, um, then know that I never gave it a, a shot to begin mm -hmm. with. So, yeah. Uh, so you, were you in LA for the um, pandemic for the quarantine I was. lockdown? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you do anything? Uh, do you make any sourdough or anything like that? 
my gosh. Do you any puzzles? I made so many puzzles. I don't, <laughs> I made so many puzzles. Oh my yeah. God. It's hilarious. He just brought that up. I just threw them out because I had too many and I tried to lift them and then they all kind of broke apart. I need to try to keep it together because I yeah. wanted to put them up on my wall and be like, look what I did over pandemic. So many puzzles. Um, but uh, I don't have them now, but I actually just, it's funny. If you look on the floor over there, I have another puzzle I started yesterday, finally. It's a Christmas <laughs> one. So, uh -huh. um, but no, I, I actually uh, filmed a couple movies during pandemic. So pretty which, early on you, uh, you were, you were filming. Yeah. Yeah. Which was interesting because it was in the hype of everything. And like, I've done a lot of rom-coms and Christmas movies lately, and they all involve kissing. Uh-huh. I won't complain about that, um, but it, on one of the films I did, uh, Love and Translation, uh -huh. we had to kiss with a plastic. Uh, yeah, so, that was, that was just, I mean, that was just stupid. Like if, yeah. if you had the, I understand the, but if you have everything sanitized, it just, it, cause they have to, the way they have to shoot it with that is so strained. It's so weird looking. I haven't seen that particular movie, but just in general, uh, yeah. those have been not great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Hey, you can't tell. So that's good news. Um, but yeah, I remember like looking at Corey, Corey Sevier was my, um, my co-star yeah. on that one. And we're like on the actual take, should we just like do it and be like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, Oh shit. I'm like, come on. We work so hard on this movie. Everyone's waiting for this moment. This is like, the moment that needs to be milked and enjoyed, yeah. you know. Um, I'm glad but, they got rid uh, of that. I the really director am. came up because I forgot there was an earpiece, and he came up to us and he's like, "Don't you dare think about doing anything. <laughs> that... Do not move the mouthpiece." We're like, "Okay, okay, okay." So we did it. Um, uh, what a time that was! Crazy. It's just wild, yeah. yeah. And honestly, though, it's it's so nice to do Christmas movies during this period because everything was so heavy yeah so much happening so much heaviness so much that fear. makes sense yeah so it's nice to have some some joy and laughter mm -hmm. and love yeah you know? even if it is the cheesy rom-coms that just work every time you know mm -hmm. it's the same formula but it always works yeah we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast from the hosts of the podcast Home for Hallmark, Molly and Brad now bring readers their debut novel, If Only Christmas Would Come. An instant Amazon bestseller, If Only Christmas Would Come, transferred readers back to Prince Edward Island during the era of Anne of Green Gables and features a strong-headed, cranberry-farming, jeans-wearing heroine and a playboy with a family secret. Reviewers agree this book is a fluffy, steamy, predictable Hallmark movie masterpiece, If Only Christmas Would Come is available on Amazon and at Barnes & Noble now. Visit at Home for Hallmark for more info. That's at Home for Hallmark, and you can use our affiliate link in the description below. You had a run on General Hospital. Yes. Uh, and I always like asking the uh, soap opera actors about uh, the dishy plot lines that you had. Did you get to do anything fun? Like, yeah. yeah. So I was on for a while and I did a, um, I came on <laughs> seeking vengeance against, uh, one of the main characters who's been on forever, Nancy Lee Gron. Um, and so I 
I'm trying to gain her trust by this. I'm like this fitness instructor who comes in and I'm like, I can help you out. I'm like, let me, you know, train with me. And then I start poisoning her through. Nice. <laughs> so dark. <laughs> I'm like, every time I get cast on something, whether it was Shadow Hunters or General Hospital, it's like, it starts off nice. And then somehow the writers are like, let's spin her to like kill people <laughs> or like do evil, horrible things. I'm like, Okay. Okay. Well, I, I would want to be a fixin on a soap opera. I think that would be way more fun. Oh, it was, it, yeah. it is it totally. And there's a whole bunch of cameras too, which I had to learn. Cause usually, you know, we have less cameras. There's so many that you only get one take because they get every angle they need and that's it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So every time. And there's like 15 pages of dialogue. I'm like, yeah, I know those, the, like, those soaps, the dialogue is heavy. Like ooh. they have so many to, me to memorize so many pages. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, but then you get used to it, but I will tell you, I was like, like very terrified the first day that I walked in on a soap, which I'd never done before. Actually I did, I did bold and beautiful, but it was a quick little, um, day player. It wasn't like mm -hmm. a meaty, um, right. Role. So like Kendra, right? Isn't that character's name? Kendra. <laughs> and then yeah. honestly, my favorite was the 15 minute monologue. I, I think it was like 20 pages of just me speaking because I poisoned Nancy. So she can't talk. And I'm just sitting there like, you know, just spewing out all yeah. this all over her and um <laughs> it was fun it was fun to play that it's yeah you're right it's fun to play the 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 villain once in a while for sure mm -hmm. yeah so you mentioned uh that you were in welcome to the christmas family reunion and that's done by our friend jake helgren friend of the podcast yeah jake uh, yeah <laughs> jake. oh i love him he's awesome so yeah that one must have been a fun one to be part of fun group ensemble yeah. Yeah. That was a blast as well. That was what last year I'm like pandemic hit. And then I just blinked twice in like three years. Went by. I'm like, which one was when I think that was so 2021. True. I want to say, um, oh yeah. Like such a fun, fun group to work with. Jake was awesome. Um, Alonzo is so sweet and like Vanessa and everyone just kind of brought their own thing to set and it just created some like magical moments. So that was mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. yeah. So then you, you mentioned Love and Translation with Corey, and I just watched the trailer. I, I like, wow, that looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've got to watch it. That one was cool. That was done in the summer in uh, near Toronto in Hamilton, actually. And uh, yeah, you know, it was like 14 days of filming. So you were near where you grew up. Yeah, it was right near my mom's place, actually. She came oh, and like, cool. joined on set one day. Oh, we were nice. filming in the park, but because it was pandemic, we couldn't have anyone come inside. But uh -huh. her and her partner were like, like watching behind the tree and like waving at me. I'm like, hi, mom. Hey. <laughs> so oh, that that's so cool. cute. <laughs> yeah, it was nice for her to be able to experience it because I always talk about it, but they don't like until you're in it and you see what's going on and what it looks like behind set, you know? Mm -hmm. You guys see what's in front of the lens, but behind the lens, there's like 500 people, someone holding a boomstick, someone like, you know, uh, directing to the left and you're like trying to take notes and you, so much is happening, you know, so you have to stay super focused. Yeah. Um, so love that my mom came, but she couldn't stay <laughs> for long. I'm like I have to focus over here. You're distracting me. <laughs> now these TV movies, they shoot 
pretty fast. Is that, uh, what's that like? Oh, girl, they're like 12 days, usually 14 if you're lucky. And we usually get the script. Like I usually got cast on these maybe a, within a week of filming. So I get handed 120 pages and I'm just reading through it as much as I can so I can first understand story and then start looking at scene to scene to scene. So, I mean, I personally, it takes me time to memorize. So I ain't no robot. And I'm like, I would try to understand each scene as much as I can. Um, but then, you know, you get to set and I would just be like, okay, let's focus one scene at a time. And what's difficult is we jump. So you could start with an end scene to the movie, then a middle scene right. then back. And so because it's not filmed yet, you're like, okay, where did we land emotionally? Like two seconds before this next scene happens, but we haven't filmed it yet. So you're just, you're really trying your best to understand stories so that you can keep that emotional, um, uh, uh, consistency uh, throughout the film. Yeah. Does the director help you kind of with that? Like get an idea of kind of what's going on? Definitely. Like that's some like, thank God, like Max was the one on um, record breaking Christmas and he was so amazing at being like, Hey, but we have this coming up and this just happened. That's right. Okay, cool. Like reminder that this is, or, you know, I don't know sometimes what his vision was. Maybe I imagine something sitting and then we get to the the scene and it's standing and it's in front of a tree and I'm walking and it's just not what I had thought in my head. So I've learned as I've done films, not to pre-plan anything, just focus on what do I need from the person in front of me in each scene? Like, what's my intention? What do I want? And then let the rest go and just know the dialogue and then just be open to whatever direction you, you get. Cause you don't know what the vision is and I can't see what's behind the lens. So I, you have to trust that's where trust comes in with the directors that you work with. Well, yeah, I, I imagine that's especially true and it, it, maybe not as much in these TV movies, but if you're doing something where there's going to be visual effects or other things like that, like you really don't know, you're just, there's just Hope the green the screen and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hope this looks cool. And you're like by yourself, like doing some weird thing. And then like, they're like, trust me, it's going to look good. You're like, okay. And you know, <laughs> Um, so yeah. I know in every breaking Christmas, there was a moment where she's sitting and like, she looks up at this little ball and then there's a flashback where, um, or a flash or a daydream where she gets to make out with, you know, my oh. star and then yeah. it comes back and zooms back into her and someone yells and she like falls out of the daydream. But like filming, that's awkward because you're like, just staring at nothing. Yeah. For, there's 500 people just staring at you and you're like. I'm just like imagining this like moment <laughs> that you don't even yeah, know what it looks that like. Be hard. <laughs> and then, but then it's cute when it got put together, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, just you got to trust. Yeah. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. 
We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Let's talk about record-breaking Christmas. So mm-hmm. this this Thursday, uh, how did you end up getting involved in this, this project? Did they come to you or did you send them a self-tape? Or? Thank you, Lifetime. So <laughs> this is the third year with Lifetime. Yeah, it came in um, as an offer to play Leah in record-breaking Christmas. And um, I was very excited because I'd already worked with Lifetime now um, two years prior and I just love their Christmas lineup. I just love the way they do it. I love the way they celebrate like everything. And they're just so good at like um, bringing Christmas together and making you feel like Christmas magic. So I love being in that lineup. Um, so I'm very happy about that. Mm-hmm. I just forgot what your original question was. No, you're fine. So, <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about it. Tell us a little about the movie. Yeah. So this is a cute one. So She's kind of a Scrooge in the beginning. So she's a world record adjudicator, which I didn't even know that that existed before this movie. Um, Now I do, (laughs) and I know a lot about it. Um, So she essentially goes into a small town that's trying to break all these Christmas records. And she's kind of the Scrooge that finds a rule in the rule book, which says that they didn't make it and then she meets this beautiful gorgeous dr devon and falls in love and um you know instead of being so rule-based and thought out she starts to dive into her heart space i think by meeting devon and seeing the love of family and christmas and like what real really matters in life which isn't can't be written down in rule books all the time and so she kind of um loosens up and like you know her heart melts Mm -hmm. throughout the film and then yeah falls in love yeah so can you tell us some of the records that are being broken or is that a spoiler I don't I think it might be a spoiler we can't okay (laughs) but there is they're all Christmas related I can't say that (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah they're very interesting I've never thought of them before yeah they exist too I should google that what would you be closest to getting a world record in if you were if you were going to go through and be like what world's maybe puzzle making <laughs> what'd you say the world's fattest tongue oh really see you gotta I'm see it kidding. yeah yeah okay okay this is like my when someone's like do you have any like tricks I'm like no I can't say <laughs> I can't like there's a lot of things I can't do but I can do this I'm like I think you it's should call not, him. I'm curling it. It's like out and just yeah. standing. You see? Is that gross? We're <laughs> <Sorry>. on <laughs> <laughs> a Christmas episode, and I'm. If you're it. not watching on the YouTube, you're really missing out. Let's. That's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> so well, maybe yeah, good. worlds, worlds. Uh, I don't know how we can make that Christmassy, but I'd say worlds. You know. <laughs> largest tongue <laughs> yeah I think uh, you should be calling them right away yeah uh, <laughs> uh, so uh let's see here um did you film when did you film this in the summer yes we in did Van- in Vancouver Which, 
Or... It was, where were we? Ottawa. We were in Ottawa, which okay. is, funny. that's where I did homemade Christmas too. I love filming in that town. They're so sweet. It's the best crew. Everyone's just so homey and like thoughtful. It's, it's, it's awesome. But yeah, we filmed in summer in winter <laughs> coats. Yes. There was one scene where it was literally pissing rain and we were like, we can't, there's just no way you can't hide that. Like, how do you hide rain? And we are on a time thing. So every minute that goes by, we're losing more minutes later in the day or for another scene, or we get less takes. And it's just like every minute counts. So we waited for about an hour and a half, maybe even two hours out of our day for the rain to stop. And at one point we're like, we're just going to have to do it. So we had umbrellas and tarps and everything. And it was like, my hair was all cute and then just ruined, but we still just, we had to just go with it. So yeah. if there's hair continuity issues in that one scene. It's <laughs> the rain's fault. Nobody else. Yeah. So, yeah. So do they put like ice packs in your, in your jacket and stuff like that? Yeah. Cool. It's really interesting. So in like real life, you can tell it's fake snow and I'm like, how does this look real? And then I look into the camera lens and I'm like, holy shit, this looks awesome. Like it yeah. looks so Christmassy. Like you, I, you wouldn't even believe that it was the same spot. So they really like props and the, the, you know, um, decor, they just, they know how to do it to make everything look really like Christmas yeah. magical. We need that in these movies. It's really, yeah. important they're pros. I mean, there are sometimes when the fake snow is just not great, but like for the most part, they've got it down after all these years. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies merch store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable hardy or Hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Art teamed up with Andrew Bushell in mm -hmm. this movie. So how do you uh, how do you work on the chemistry between the two of you and try to get that to be something that's that's sizzling on the screen oh my gosh that's a good question sometimes chemistry is just there or sometimes it's just not um I've lucked out with my co-stars I always find something that I really love about them and so we have a lot of camaraderie behind the scenes and then it helps us kind of play on camera and just get comfortable with each other um Andrew was a pro he came so prepared like he knew the entire script like every word every scene he had it memorized before we started filming the movie wow. I was like wow I'm like I've never seen that before I'm like <laughs> but cool okay but at least we know you're prepared and you can help me out right before each scene because I'm going to be jumping around and doing you know all these things so um I just think yeah creating a safe space with one another um 
talking about, you know, if there is a kissing scene, what you're comfy with, is this okay? Um, having that dialogue as well. Um, and just like letting go and enjoying the person for who they are um, and finding the love in every scene. Um, so that's kind of like my trick for finding chemistry. Um, you know, uh, I lucked out with all these Christmas movies because I've loved all my co-stars, but I'm sure, you know, there have been times where it's hard to create chemistry or someone just doesn't want to open up or whatnot. And you can't control that as an actor. You just bring your best and you just, you do it. But what's yeah. funny is sometimes the people I thought I had the least chemistry with worked the best on screen. So I was like, oh, wow, either they edited this really, really good <laughs> Or um, I was too hard on myself at the time or was trying to, was thinking too much about worrying about that being a pair versus just worrying about what the scene is about. You know yeah. what I mean? I think that's really what it comes down to is where it is, is really making sure each scene has a very clear intention. And when, with, yeah, with these Christmas movies, that's usually love. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. Well, so was it fun to set up all these like fake records? Like they weren't so, like real, but they had to look real. Yeah, it was really cute because they brought in so many adorable characters into the movie that were doing so many cute things. Like I said, I would never even have thought of, or I'm like the writer as well. Um, she did a fabulous job at coming. She's amazing. She's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's so cute. Like all the <laughs> all the um the the different scenarios I came up with were very very interesting and the characters that like I was saying that got cast were just so adorable coming in and um yeah she did another movie this season called well suited for Christmas which is yeah so good with Franco in there right yes go yes yeah yeah um and didn't that air already I think that yeah was... yeah it was one of the first ones and oh it's my still it's so good and uh, so she's got my uh I'll be interested in any project that she oh writes from now on after I that no you said that <laughs> oh yeah she's a good really good writer really good yeah. writer so I'm excited I actually haven't watched this one yet because they were late about getting me the screener mm. but uh but it sounds like a lot of fun I'm looking forward to it for sure I just watched it a couple days ago nice I'm always I watch the first time I watch it I can't see it's like I'm just picturing everything that happened behind yeah. the lens on each scene so I'm always like <laughs> and it's like I have to watch it a second time to actually see what happened in the movie yeah well it must judging. be yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure that that's very very uh nerve-wracking every time yeah. <laughs> yeah I have to watch it alone I can't watch it with anybody else because I just have to sit there and be like okay it's happening are you gonna have like a, a a watching party though on thursday i am I'm yeah good and i'll get some popcorn and some like wine and we can just sit down and yeah. like yeah i just i love christmas and it'll be really fun together is my favorite so there's well and how nice even though it's it's a pain with the heat problems but to to get a little bit of christmas in the summer oh yeah you know I'm when you honestly, film it i told oh you mean on the on the set well yeah just that you get to celebrate christmas even outside of december because you're filming these christmas movies i feel like the last three years i've celebrated christmas without a pause yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not complaining it's fine right. i'll take this all year long that's cool yeah yeah well very good we're excited for the movie mm -hmm. um we have some fun christmas questions we like to end on 
Okay. Let's do it. Okay. First one. What is your favorite holiday drink? Oh, um, um, hot toddy. Okay, good. What is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? Uh, gingerbread. Mm, mm. Good. Okay. What is your favorite Christmas song or carol? If I can remember any of them. <laughs> like Jingle Bells? Jingle. I think I sing that in the movie. Jingle Bells. Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite classic Christmas movie? The Grinch. Oh, okay. Jim Carrey. Uh, yeah. And the original one too. Yeah. Love yeah. that cartoon. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, this should answer this question. Which do you like better Scrooge or the Grinch? Well, my favorite Christmas movie is the Grinch and I'm a Scrooge in Walker Breaking Christmas. So, <laughs> um, I'm still, I'm going to go with the Grinch just cause that's like, that's what I watch every single year. Yeah. So let's get to yeah. that one. Okay. Yeah. Which you like better, clear lights or colored? Clear. Okay. Would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman? Fight. <laughs> oh my God. Nothing better than chucking the snowball at someone <laughs> and be okay and throwing it back at you. Yeah. Have you gotten to do any of those in your Christmas movies and snowball fights? Yeah. I have one in Homemade Christmas with Travis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was okay. Fun. Good. Are, do you consider yourself a good gift wrapper or not? I would say I'm okay. And maybe it's the mood. <laughs> like if I'm patient that day, it could uh -huh. be really nice. If I'm impatient, it's just like a ball, just like tape wrapped around and just throw that under the tree. Yeah. You're just like, like the gift. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it's all about what's, you know, here. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Last question. Do you have an ugly Christmas sweater? What's your I ugliest? Do. It is. And what, what, sorry, what was, what's your ugliest Christmas sweater? Okay. I don't, I mean, it's ugly, but it's like, it's still cute. Ugly. Yeah. Right. right. Like, Christmas sweaters are still cute. Um, so I have one and that was one of the themes for Thursday's premiere party that people have to come either wearing a onesie, uh -huh. red or green, if they want to be boring, um, or, uh, <laughs> an ugly Christmas sweater. Nice. Oh, that'll be really fun. That'll be great. Yeah. Well, very good. You answered all the questions. Uh, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. That was really lovely to chat with you. Yeah, it was so nice to get to meet you. And if people want to follow you on social media or anything like that, how can they do that? Oh my gosh. Anytime. So I do have Instagram. I I'm not a big Twitter uh, person, <laughs> but I do have Instagram and you can just follow my name, Michelle Argris. So Great. Yeah. Well, very good. Well, thanks so much. And hope you have a very Merry Christmas and enjoy your watch party. Oh, thank you. Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs>